0: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic University podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Canton III, and we are concluding our What If coverage, the Disney Plus animated series, as we have reached the conclusion with What If the Watcher Broke His Oath." Uh, let's in- introduce the panel. Jake Christie is here. Jake, how are you? I'm doing very well. How are you, AC? I'm good. I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. Jerome Chang, Jumbie Lime, is in the house. Jerome, how are you? Gabagul. Oh, damn it. All right, and we'll, we'll get to that, po- that part um, at the end when we plug the Patreon. But I <laughs> wanted to jump right into this episode and this season finale of What If? And personally, so this, just to kind of set the stage, we have the guardians of the multiverse, as the Watcher says, all come together. Captain Carter, Killmonger—I don't know why—Gamora, um, who we didn't see uh, previously due to the episode being scrapped due to the pandemic. Oh, uh, Black that from Widow from the episode. Ultron War. Were... Yes, the missing uh... episode that will be uh, that will air in season two. Um, Supreme Doctor Strange. Is there anybody I'm uh, missing here? Uh, the Thor party, Thor, and it's uh, T'Challa. It's very upsetting that
1: Supreme Doctor Strange isn't just like a ridiculous hype
0: beast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, in some ways he actually is. I mean, literally, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in some yeah, ways he literally yeah. is a hype beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would that would definitely make sense. And obviously, uh, T'Challa, Star Lord is in mm-hmm. this as, as well guys uh let's just kind of kind of jump in and get some general thoughts on this episode um i have some grand ones i'll get to in a second but jerome i will start with you what were your thoughts on this episode
1: um it was fun uh for all the sloppiness that i felt this season was i was like that's about as cleanly as i suppose you can wrap something like that up um so i was happy with that uh i think yeah like I had these concerns of just, like, how much this stuff would linger or is it, like, too big. And I think they ended up, yeah, really feeling, like, it's too big of a thing that really should be wrapped up in an episode. But I would rather it wrapped up because I think it was a little too messy to, like, really carry it forward into the movies. But all that said, um, I think the episode on its own, fun. The action was cool. I was fine with it. Um, anything that I would have been I would have had any concerns about is more of a result of like everything they needed building up like for example you have all these characters that you build up throughout the season so Killmonger apparently is a part of like of all the characters you can pull from the universe to take care of this like one is like a complete snake (laughs) so Mm -hmm. um, and and even like beyond that like what exactly does Killmonger bring to the table at this point beyond just being shady in the background so uh, but otherwise, like I said, like the, there are certain things that they hit here, which is like the kind of exciting stuff that you, um, hope from animation and that you get to see like just action beyond, uh, anything that you, like, I obviously were at a place with movies that you could probably still show this, but like, I feel like you could even take it to another level, which they do in certain ways with the animation. Um, and yeah, but all in all, it, it
0: was fine. It was fun. Interesting. Uh, Jake, how about you?
1: I
2: enjoyed the episode, I think, more than most of the people on the Discord did, but mm. it just, it felt like a satisfying e- ending to a series that What If wasn't. Like, mm. it felt like it, it yeah. felt like it was, it, it, not just to reiterate the point I had last week, but like, it really did feel like this would be a much better conclusion to the season if they had peppered in stuff about it or like it throughout. Like, it's like, th- it's like, this is the culmination of everything you've been watching. And that only can be so satisfying if you're not aware that there's going to be a culmination to begin with until the episode before last. You know what right. I mean? Like, if it was like, if the show was kind of like, if the frame story of it was, we're going to show you different scenarios, and we're going to hint at, like, this is the multiverse's mightiest heroes that we're going to be introducing you to. That's, I think, a much more interesting way of doing the whole series. Whereas now, I think that that's why you have the questions, like the Killmonger thing, where... If I think they just presented it at face value, at, like, up top, like, you know, this is a story about how Killmonger, like, a supreme fighter or Killmonger in this universe. Even if mm-hmm. you'd be like, really, this guy? You at least would uh, take it at face value because, like, okay, they're telling us that. But then post-hoc, you know, post when they say, like, okay, all of these people you just see, seen, this is the best team we can assemble. And you're like, are you sure about that? Because um, right. it wasn't established yeah. beforehand that that's what these were all for. But I think that the team-up stuff was really fun, and I think that it kind of got at a lot of what, what if can be when it's good is just interesting pairings together? And obviously, these are all like new inventions, but to some extent, it
1: still is, you know Peggy Carter. I mean, and... in a lot of ways, it is like just a sloppier phase one because mm-hmm. phase one is built out in a way where like when the Avengers presents itself as a movie, yeah. there's like no clear threat until Avengers comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just that, you know, it's like a slow build, and we know because of the post credits and everything that's going on yeah. uh, around that, which there's. A little bit of connectivity across, like at least the latter part of the episodes, but definitely early on, there's no established, Like Nick Fury doesn't come through after the first episode to say like this is going somewhere. Yeah, I agree, and I think that, and I think that that works for the movies, but I think with TV, I think it's a little bit different, especially no, no, completely. I'm I'm just more pointing out that like that's what they were doing, but I don't think they because if the
2: episodes are weaker, if like some of the episodes that we didn't like as much, I think just inherently, if you add some type of narrative propulsivity of what it's all leading to, you're much more forgiving of an episode that's not that good. But when all yeah. the episodes are presented as standalone, and then it's like, oh, all those standalone episodes actually come together at the end. Like, that's right. a cool tr- trick, but it just kind of is like, well, I suppose... And the thing is, we have to counterfactual of, do we actually even need to see the episodes that were bad or order to understand the character? Because with Gamora,
1: no, no, no. we didn't
0: see it, and yeah. <laughs> she, I got her plenty, you know? Yeah. So... I just want to preface this by saying that I don't think what if is a bad show. I just think there is a it's just not imaginative enough for me to be like, "Oh, hey, I'm going to look forward to season 2 and be like really excited for this." And then I also also like reading some of the interviews that the executive producer and the head writer did about this show and what's going forward. They already have a uh, season two episodes in the can. So like this is coming out next year and it kind of feels like it's going to be something along the same line. So if that's actually the case, then I don't know like how I can't really gauge my level of interest right now because because they're so beholden to the MCU itself, you can't really get enjoyment out of most of the episodes. Like, I mean, the Doctor Strange one and the T'Challa Star-Lord ones are the ones that stick out to me and Party Thor. Those three like stick out to me as like episodes. Yeah, I was I not a big fan of Party like Thor. I know I didn't get
1: to go on that episode, but I was yeah. not at all a fan of that episode.
0: Oh, just briefly, just briefly,
1: what was the issue? It's nothing really happens. <laughs> No, see, oh, there is no okay. plot.
2: That is correct. that There is no plot to the episode that I can't dispute.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a just a, a nice Captain Marvel fight, and that's really. But yeah. there are no stakes, and that nothing leads to it. But I think, you know, my overlapping thoughts about the season doesn't take away from the fact that I did enjoy this episode. I thought there were there were good things. I think the got the things that you mentioned about the team ups were really cool. I enjoyed that aspect of it. Uh, the Killmonger thing, like. If you're like some all-powerful being and you're picking a team, like come on! If you already see the events,
2: wait, but isn't the whole point that he knows that that's going to happen and that he's like he knows that it's going to? I mean, obviously, that sounds, yeah. like, that's all bullshit, and that's kind of what why I'm saying. All like... seeing characters are narratively unsatisfying because there's nothing yeah. worse than like all that shit you just saw. We knew that was going to happen the whole time. Like that's dumb, right?
0: But... Right. But then my thing is, you get involved in the fight in Episode Eight, and then you're just like, all right. Yeah, why is he not on the field? What, like, very, that, that part very is really dumb.
1: weird. Because like when you look at it, um do all really okay, they only really need Supreme Doctor Strange. That's like, true. I, a, I just feel like with, a, But like at the same time, like you add the watcher to Supreme Doctor Strange and it makes it infinitely easier for everyone else involved. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: I just feel like with the arrests, with the NBA-like scandal, with former players, and this episode, this is a really bad week for big babies. I think it's just really, like... But no, it's just like, what are you doing, man? Like... I think it's just, it's also, I think it was unsatisfying to have him know what was going to happen the whole time, because the thing that was interesting about the way that the last episode ended was, what do you get when you have a guy who can see all the possibilities, but then someone, like, breaks the fourth wall, and I think that's interesting to be like, oh, in this case, he won't be able to see the possibilities, because someone's, like, in his realm, but he still can, it's kind of like, oh, that's stupid, then why did he need to recruit people to begin
1: with? It also doesn't, yeah, then it kind of diminishes the threat that's at hand. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing about the episode, like, uh, largely action-wise, fine. Uh, yeah. Story-wise, fine. Um, I did not like... I And even this is a, because I wasn't on last week. The, the Zola virus thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Ultron is supposed to be, like, the super smart computer, like, the smartest, most advanced computer with Infinity Stones. Are you telling me this, this really old, rinky-dinky a virus thing is supposed to stop him really yeah it's i i would say ac if
1: you pull on that thread of like this plot idea or this strategy by blank character doesn't make quite a lot of sense you have no sweater left from this season
2: i think exactly i think (laughs) the thing is with anything like that (laughs) i agree with you that that doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't. But I'm always I, the way I have to view things like this is that I can acknowledge no. it doesn't make a lot of sense. But it's like, well, it does happen, and the text is the text. So therefore, that means that Zola just must be that powerful, which yeah, I don't think yeah, makes sense. But he has to be, like, cause, or else yeah. that you know what I mean. And that's I think what was kind of the thing that's unsatisfying about what that happens is I'm really willing to go along with a lot of stuff just just say it like explain how it give a trick it, that zola has that he can do it you know what i mean like just it to make reminds
1: it reminds that... me and this is a weird tangent but i'm obsessed with the series uh the step up series Where when you have a final dance battle, they might have a particular moment where they say, if you do this one particular move, this will shut all things down. Yeah. And then they do the move, and it's not all that different from any of the other moves they've done prior, (laughs) except that they've told you that this is the ultimate move. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of the, um, at least like the comic book power type writing felt like in this, where you were just told to believe that this is this, and it works this way, so to jake's point when you watch it i guess that's just how it works here and so um like and even things like you know the infinity stone crusher destroyer actually seemed like oh this is why you pull this person from this universe Mm -hmm. to pull that in so they could do it and it seemed like a plausible way to like close everything off and i wasn't mad at that and then for someone to come in and be like, it only works in this universe, but not this. I'm just like, what the fuck is <laughs> like <laughs> 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 at that point. Like I-, I would say what if has felt the most like when you would play superheroes in the playground.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I would happen to agree with that. And and it's and it's interesting because it's like I think about this series and the scope of it going forward, yes, they're going to use phase four elements that's already been discussed and all of that stuff. I'm and I know that they got the Captain Carter uh stinger at the end with yeah. her finding uh the Hydra Stomper, and I guess they're going to continue her story. We'll obviously see Captain Carter in, in live action a few months from now, so that's another. That's another thing that we can kind of dive into and talk about. But just like overall, I, I got to be honest, I felt empty. Like even at the end of the at the end of this episode, like, yes, yeah, this stuff is cool and and it was enjoyable for what it was. But then I just, I, you know was what like, I could hey, say to that AC, yeah,
1: I think it might not be such a bad thing that there is an MCU property that leaves you feeling a little empty. Like I think, um. And that's like something I've struggled with in terms of watching the season is just I constantly sat there trying to ask the question the way we do with basically every movie and every, um, every show is just like, but what, what does this matter for the bigger picture? Yeah. And um, and it only happens where, like, a movie is, like, really good that you don't care. Like, Shang-Chi is a good example of, like, I didn't care at any point what it mattered for the bigger picture. But that's because, like, the story itself and the movie itself was, like, so stellar. If it's not very good, I almost don't mind. And that's kind of what I was hoping for with the series of just, like, pure escapism. Like... If what if's goal or what if's intention is to provide alternate versions of stories while giving the possibility of like cameos like a Captain Carter or any of these alternate versions of characters to appear in uh, main in mainstream like in terms of cameo type situations, that might be enough. Like that I don't need. Now, I would say individually each story needs to be tighter and stronger, and like that would make me less critical of the season as a whole. But I would say in terms of just like, the need to come out of it and feel like I, I like it, it only needs to serve like one person purpose of like, I want to see more of these types of episodes. It doesn't need me to like have to think like about the importance of it. If it didn't well, make well, me feel
0: like, yeah. No, I was going to say like, that's kind of really my point in the emptiness of it, because I feel not necessarily that this needed to lead anywhere. Okay. I felt like more like if you're going to do what if, like really do it.
1: Uh-huh. I just
0: feel like, in terms of the entire season, for the most part, I should say that the stories that they did were not. You know, so they didn't have a lot, of, sad. Just they like, didn't have a lot of pep. You know, they were they were they were you know basically stuck to the machine. And mm. I prefer if if they just writ wrote stuff. And I, it doesn't necessarily even have to be like the comic books, but you can do other things. It doesn't have to necessarily lead. That's the purpose of the multiverse, is just to do Honestly, batshit like, crazy stories.
1: I think one thing that you can do, too, is just, like, instead of making... How many episodes did we watch in the end for this season?
0: Nine.
1: Nine episodes, right? Like, instead of having, like, eight individual stories and one kind of capper, why don't you just have, like, two or three multi-part stories? Mm-hmm. Like uh, I that's think, not a I a bad think idea. I, like uh one thing that is that felt like kind of a fan service thing was definitely the marvel zombies right yeah. And i i'd say it didn't need to be deep and it wasn't deep and that was a good thing but for something that is as fun a concept and an offshoot like that like why not give it like two or three episodes of mm-hmm. just you know letting it draw out letting it build letting it discover and again like kind of just be like this has nothing really to do... Or, like, is so far disconnected. It exists, sure, it happens, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's inconsequential unless we wanted to make it that way. And, like, just really enjoy the story as it is. Like, that might be a move.
2: Sure. Now, a thing I do want to rebut, a complaint I heard, which I think that almost all the complaints about what if are correct with, like, not having a lot of imagination. The thing I will defend Marvel on is that I think that they are right to not introduce any characters through what if. Oh, was I that think a, if you Yes, concept? people have complained okay. it well, a lot. Well, that that's not
0: my that's not No, my... I know that no, that's not. No, no, but people on the Discord that, yeah. and I'm
2: not and I'm not saying that that's like a, a shitty complaint or anything like that. I think that the reason is because they know that not everyone's going to watch it and I think that like ultimately if you introduce a new character in a multiverse, and you're and you're not gonna bring them in. Like, I just don't think you can introduce any new characters because people are like, "Well, why don't they just do an episode where like they have something where the X Men exist in a universe?" And it's like nah. that kind of blows the wad well, of like live
0: action. I, 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 know, I, do I do think I know where action. you're going with it. Like,
1: basically, uh, it's kind of similar to what we were talking about. Just like we know animation is, regardless of how good or how popular, whether it's Marvel or any big property, it's just not gonna perform as well as live yeah. action. So you don't want to kind of blow your load, basically, like mm-hmm. placing everything there. I will say beyond that, like, just in a narrative way, um, why would you introduce new characters for a series that is supposed to offer you alternate versions? Uh, Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Exactly. And I I, I think that, like, ultimately, to some extent, and it's kind of ironic because I talked about how much I like the team-up and people talking to each other, I almost think that one of the errors the series made was making it feel like, Every episode, not every episode, but a lot of the episodes needed to bring together different characters, like mm. it, like. Whereas, like I think, like the Captain Carter one is like not you know a great piece of tell, amazing piece of television by any means, but it was a perfectly satisfying thirty minutes because yeah. it kind of was contained to just that captain, yeah. you know. And, and so, like, I feel like trying to do something like that, like if you had an episode that was just about like I don't know, what if um you know, Janet Van Dyne never went missing or something, and, like, Scott Lang didn't become Ant-Man, and it was just, like, within the characters of the Ant-Man universe. That I think, like, that's something you could have more... I think that either you have to go really big and imaginative with it or go smaller. I think they kind of were No Man's Land, where it was like, we want to have stories that are very closely related to the movies, but we also want to bring in a bunch of different characters, and it it just, it's like... I think there there was a level of...
1: um... Instead of building out the story to just have a story and then see which characters make most sense to fit within yeah. the story, they try to make a story that force characters c- to connect. Yeah. Like, we want so-and-so in this, so we have to write them in, as opposed to we are writing out this kind of like, tight story, and mm-hmm. maybe this character makes sense here.
2: Yeah, and I think like, the, t- the T'Challa one I think was probably made like with how cool it would be if we had the character of T'Challa in like the guardians of the galaxy context Mm -hmm. and that i think and but it worked because they had an easy hook of like well star lord's there because he was abducted by yondu and so the one thing we need to change is that instead he abducts t'challa like that's a simple but like cut and replace but i feel like the moment you get more complex than that or you get like you try to i just feel like the the stories were simultaneously doing too much and too little um in a way that just was it was just very unsatisfying
0: well, yeah, to me, it's why the Doctor Strange episode works like yeah, it works yeah. because it has the proper as the proper way of giving you power scale, but also like containing it to this one person trying to figure out um, and deal with a mistake that he made. Mm-hmm. Or in this instance, like continuing to perpetuate the mistake and make it worse. And yeah. that is more interesting than all of the other things. That I, you
1: I mean, one thing I will say kind of in defense of combining things. Uh, yeah. Is um like I think the problem ultimately is just it wasn't executed well. Yeah, I like, think yeah. you just wouldn't have that comment if it like if they did it well. But taking, for example, the Killmonger episode, I think it is at least interesting in understanding because as you're doing this world building through the MCU, you don't think about all the other things that are happening at the same time. Whereas when you get to look back at it, you get to like kind of look at it in the way of saying, like, well, technically, all these characters do exist. Yeah. So to have them cross paths like mm-hmm. in a logical way and having like it tight, like mm-hmm. all that, like it could be good. I, I think ultimately it's just a matter
0: of, um, it. It was fine. It just they didn't quite nail it. Right. And I imagine, and I imagine like the other thing for me in this episode, like it is kind of jarring. Like you know, you see Gamora, and you like realize, oh yeah, that episode that they couldn't put out. I didn't even think. I was just like, oh, I guess. They didn't have enough
1: characters, so like here's Gamora. I think yeah, it's so- it's worth it alone for the line of like
0: not you Stark. I thought that was funny. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, we'll see that episode in season two, but but yeah, like that's just another one of those instances where you know, unfortunately, the pandemic hit that part, so you don't get like the complete backstory that maybe that you would have would have liked to see to get a little kinda, bit more James of it. Point.
1: It's just like. The, the, it's his point about just like it didn't seem like you needed all the previous episodes no. when i saw gamora show up i was like all right
2: i think the thing too is that you're mm-hmm. going realize drum as we were talking about when it does work when you have the team ups and stuff is that like the, the trial episode i think is the one that worked well even though it is a lot of team up it's because it has a dis and same with the doctor strange one it has obviously the what if question at the beginning but most of the episode is a clear plot like, that is a heist yeah. plot, basically, is the episode. The Doctor Strange one is, like, it has the what if, like, what if Christine died, but the episode is very clearly about um about him trying to get her back. And I think that the worst one, I think we all agree, generally, is the T'Challa, uh, Tony Stark one, that that one just kind of felt like a series of scenes that were, that obviously the yeah. ultimate plot was him trying to conquer Wakanda, but that was what we were tracking throughout it. And it's like, I think yeah. that you start with the what if, give us the scenario, and then... Have like a okay. We're gonna have these characters doing this thing, and we're gonna have you know, when like you I said, know a heist that plot. Killmonger
1: or... is this character and has these types of type of intentions. It's kind of silly to have a whole episode of people questioning his intentions when we yes. all kind of know his viewers. You almost want him to just like have this thing where he plans like this is what I'm going to do, and then watch yeah. him execute, and that would feel a little tighter that way. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about this actual episode. Though,
0: yeah, we... yeah, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Like, r- what um, me,
1: Captain Marvel doesn't show up at all in this?
0: No, not in this one. Like, for uh, we so only consistent see her...
1: in, in in so many different universes. You would have thought pull Captain Marvel into the mix.
0: Yeah, we only see her briefly at the end when uh, the the Ultron mm-hmm. uh, wasteland Black Widow is thrown back into the universe where all the Avengers are dead except right. Captain America and Captain. Marvel I just want to like,
2: say. Sam Jackson is way, Sam Jackson, Nick Fury, but it's played by Sam Jackson, yeah. is way too nonchalant about being like, you're not my widow. It's like, you, like, yeah. You're, yeah. like one, so how do you know? One, on. yeah. how do you know? And two, even if you, like, you do have something you recognize, it's like, whoa, I'm talking to someone from another universe, this should be the biggest thing that's ever happened to me. And he's just <laughs> like, I trust you. It's like, what the hell?
1: Because we see well, how Sam Jackson reacts to, like, Captain Marvel. That well, is guess, true. I guess, like, that's early on. But, like, yeah. true, so, true, true. I... Yeah, though, it, that's also a part of, like, the kind of weird, like, decide what you want to be. Like, at certain points, everything is, like, mind-boggling. And at other points, they accept it as if they understand what's going on as well as the viewer does. And that's yeah, like, very
0: odd. They, they, yeah, they're chilling with
1: it. The character reactions make no sense, yeah.
0: But, well, right. And since you mentioned Sam Jackson's voice, uh, we might as well do this one more time with one Jake Christie. Jake <laughs> throws mean, a I, whole bunch of voices yeah, in here. They got-
2: Basically, a ton of people. Um, They didn't get uh Zoe Saldana. Um, mm. It was... And I actually feel like they... I feel like... I don't know when, if they'd record in different sessions. I felt like Lake Bell, like, throttled back the grovel, like, the deep voice in the last two episodes, which was good to play Black Widow. Um, mm. But yeah, they got a bunch of people. Samuel Jackson has those two lines in this episode. He's not important in it. They, you know... <laughs> and they said a bunch of different mini parts. And... You know, Captain America wasn't supposed to be in this episode, but maybe he would have been if little guy named Chris Evans...
1: If, if if Chris Evans, like, I'll do it, he'd 100% show up. Yeah,
2: I just, um, you know, just the people who didn't show up for this... It's always held on. It's like, really, what are you doing? Like, I yeah. get that Avatar 2, 3, 4, and 5 are probably taking a while, but, like, they you could squeeze a recording booth on set in between, like, previous sessions. Like, come on.
1: Entirely.
0: Absolutely. And I guess I should get to... In terms of the in terms of the episode itself, uh, how do we feel about the overall arc of Ultron Vision Supreme Ultron? What? How do we feel about how do we feel about him in general and the way that his arc started and his arc closed in these two episodes? Either of you can go.
2: It's because it's, I get that he's trying to like make peace everywhere, right? By destroying everything. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: The thing he's that I'm them.
2: really wondering though is like when he's not uh, fighting them. What is he actually doing? Is he just going universe... I mean, multiverse by multiverse? Well, mu- universe by universe? just destroying everything? And then he realizes that, like, there's a... Well, thrust. they talk
1: about it in that last episode, right? Like, he he hits this point where he's just like... I guess there's nothing left to do. And he's almost ready to just quit altogether. And then mm-hmm. that's how he discovers the water. No, part. but
2: I, no, what I'm wondering is, like, when they do the thing, like, to uh, get his attention away... If mm-hmm. he's conscious of every single multi, every single universe in the multiverse... How is it, like, so he just notices that there's some life in a university cleared before, I guess? There's
1: a a very, like, there's kind of, like, a suspended um, disbelief that's happening here of, like, villain pauses until heroes get it together, which is very, what I like to call, wait till the Power Rangers morph. (laughs)
2: exactly but yeah it's kind of i don't like i get his motivation it's just inherently a blank Mm -hmm. slate because there's no like Mm -hmm. reason or anything like that so it's whatever like he's actually not that important even though he's the main villain he's not important really to the it's it's
1: weird because like power wise you made him too big to handle but in terms of closure it was very inconsequential Mm -hmm. yeah like he was it was just like um like it's actually more interesting to ask you the question because I think one thing, you know, that I'm assuming a lot of MCU fans were hoping with what if is it would not right the wrongs, but at least provide an alternate look of certain things that they felt might have been shortchanged. One, I think a lot of people agree is Ultron. Mm -hmm. Like when it comes to Age of Ultron. And so when you, like AC, when you saw this like version of Ultron come through and like fall through with the plan, because like... As far as I remember, and I think we even talked about it way early on with those um, when we're covering the movie, is just Ultron is such a big villain yeah, and one that also comes back over and over again. And the way the MCU plays out, it's very hard for that to like really even be a thing to revisit outside of something like What If? So I think, you know, bringing back Ultron in this actually was a good opportunity of like giving you you know kind of similar how we're always like striving for a proper phoenix story we get an actual age of ultron
0: yeah and i think i think episode eight like exhibited that pretty well like yeah. i i i enjoyed the the bring you know bringing not only bringing him back but just having him be as dominant as it is and it even kind of reminds me of the age of ultron book and how he really dominated the avengers and and i think was it i think that wolverine had to go back in time and a whole bunch right. of stuff to, to Yo, stop
1: he's, him he's always doing that Does, yeah, does ultron doing in that. the comic books actually get a hold of the infinity gauntlet and any i'm assuming at some point probably no, no
0: no no that's not a that's not I, a I, I
1: think that's like the one place where i you know you can make ultron that big and just not have to deal with but i guess like it needs to break the multiverse and all that so they just like i don't know
0: give right the so they added that <laughs> and it, and it's funny how like in this, they use especially after seeing Loki mm-hmm. and the way that the Infinity Stones were yeah, portrayed there. About that. It just made me not really care about the Infinity Stones in this. It's just like, I mean, I guess. And, <laughs> I,
1: yeah, that's like it's very interesting to think about. Like, didn't we just undo the power level of this? Like, why is the Watcher intimidated by something that seems, in the grander scheme of things, right. just like who cares? Also like in this kind of what if thing how is the TVA not at
0: all involved That's a great And it's funny like in all of the teasers they use the TVA like the the um the computers and the screens mm. but we never see anything of them like getting involved in anything so Right That's that's something that yeah you just mentioning that now makes me think like why did they not do that that's something that Probably would have made sense if they were to do that. It's just, a, it's just a lot with this show that, yeah, I think at times it was a little too chaotic and a little too messy. Right. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: That you can never, you can never like, really. Ultron was get... a cool
1: villain. Like gr- granted, like some of the like, yeah, visuals with sure. this Infinity Ultron was like it was pretty cool. I got to do my hungry, hungry hippos uh, joke. Mm-hmm. Like I felt good <laughs> about that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you should have, of course. You <laughs> yeah, like that. Mo- <laughs> I-, I would say. And, like, I think that's kind of what I'm guessing, at least for what we can say for Season 1, the takeaway should be, like, you should be happy about moments. Like, we got some zombies. We got, like, a really good T'Challa episode. We got to see Ultron do his thing. And, like, we got to see uh, Captain Marvel, like, be Captain Marvel. So, I mean, things like that uh, were cool. And I'm just not going to think too much about how they tried to piece it all together.
2: I I think the thing with me with it is, like, My, it, I don't, I'm not, this is because I have so much free time generally and don't value it. (laughs) I, my bar for anything is like, do I regret spending the time watching it? And like, that's obviously a super low bar um i don't think anyone's
1: regret it exactly I, that's what i mean where it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. i enjoyed some right. of it
2: and it's like it, and, and if someone was asked who was like a, mo- a moderate marvel fan who like saw most of the movies should they watch it i'd probably say like no not really but like right. that's fine like i think that like
1: that was like the question i asked like in an earlier episode yeah. of like if we didn't have to cover it for the show would yeah. you watch it immediately yeah
2: i know definitely not but like i think that you know it's an interesting thing i think that because what we just said is true though i think they should be more ambitious than not um but ultimately it kind of was like a fun thing to watch a fun thing to talk about um and so you know for its faults you're right there are things i'm gonna enjoy about it and like there are interesting ideas that um like i'm not really gonna spend that much time thinking about the episodes that weren't that good in like two months you know what i mean yeah most
0: definitely most definitely and and i and i think like just in terms of thinking of the of the future of this show, especially after seeing that we're getting more Captain Carter. And it seems like she's going to be a central figure in this, in this going forward in terms of her story. So that's a lot, of, you know, that's another thing that I wonder, like, are they continuing these stories as they put the heroes and others back in their own universes? And what do those look like in addition to the newer stories that they plan to tell as well? um that's something that i I think about a lot uh not necessarily because it's like remember when we did the killmonger episode i was like i don't want to go back to this and then we went back to it in this episode
2: i could see i would enjoy a captain carter one um like oh you know, yeah, for, for sure like, like what if captain carter stepped on me for example like that would be something i'd watch um, <laughs> well listen no, no, i respect kidding. i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding uh, but you... like uh, no no it's it's the thing that i always do where it's like i'm like 70 percent kidding but the reason it's funny is because of truth but <laughs> it's like what we call a feeler exactly it, that, that's exactly what it is it's a feeler um i'm also not alone in that uh, but, so, uh, that I'd be interested in, like, maybe seeing, because I think the thing with that character is that it's clear that there could be more ripples and stuff. Um, so, but other ones are just not, like, that interested in... Expl- I'm not really interested in seeing a lot of part twos that are, like, just a continuation. Whereas, like, the yeah. Captain Carter thing, it feels like the thing they're doing a cliffhanger for is, like, kind of a different, like, a ripple what-if. where yeah. like I, the I think thrust the of thing, it. though,
1: that they're, like, I know, I'm assuming they're smart enough not to do it. Because the one thing that Captain Carter did more than any of the other characters was basically be so strictly to the original Captain American story. Like they need to just make up their own story at this point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So like they basically did.
1: Because they did Winter Soldier.
0: Scene for scene, the Winter Soldier, like exactly the same thing. And then that wasn't necessary, they didn't have to do that. So I would like to see something a little bit different with that. What do we think about the stinger in terms of uh, who was in? Whether it's Steve Rogers or whatever happened, because obviously he was he was uh, gone for for a minute in the uh, after the first episode. Right. Well, what do we think about that?
1: Um, it's, whatever it happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. that was there. Yeah, it was a thing that was there. Um, I think um For how I felt about the series, I was actually happier with something a little less consequential like that than something mm-hmm. that was just like, "This is all like, this is gonna matter big." Because like I mm. remember early on, I think I saw a tweet or something about like how cool would it be if they pull out of this and go and their stinger is like a real life. Oh, clip. a live action. Live yeah, that action, was something right? that a lot people talked about. And yeah. um, and I would have liked that if I was more into the season. Yeah but I'm happy that it's not yeah. that.
2: The only, the one thing I was thinking about that I could think could have been satisfying just for what's coming next. If they like, for example, panned panned out in like, you know, Dr. Supreme, Dr. Strange, hype, yeah. excuse me, hype beast, Dr. Strange was, <laughs> um, like if they showed him like in live action, like looking down at the main universe from the getting really or whatever. Vape. Yes. Yeah. Getting into, yeah. Getting super. Exactly. Uh, and, uh, in using his like sorcery supreme powers to make the MTA reprint those supreme metro cards now. Um so uh no, it's like if they showed him like kind of teasing him being like a part of the multiverse of Magic, I think that'd be interesting. But like I'm kind of glad that they didn't immediately like You know what they it. really should
1: have done? And it was like our main complaint throughout this thing. The this thing should have included the watcher. Great. Yeah. I,
2: yeah. The the biggest failing of the show I think is like the Watcher should be the main character, and he's just right. not. Right.
0: Yeah they they only had they only spotlighted him in one episode, and then it even, just even the episode that felt is titled after him the Watcher. Him doesn't
1: back. really like. It's not really about the Watcher. Like, what if the Watcher like micro like what if the Watcher delegated is what this episode mm-hmm. was. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. What if he hired some temps? Yeah, Um, yeah.
0: (laughs) Can y'all handle this for me too? I I just can't do it. What if the watcher brought back Craigslist?
2: And like that's such like a freaking like for a for the the apartment I'm in right now, I got off Craigslist. So don't Craigslist is still up and thriving. (laughs) Um, but, But um, that like it kind of felt like also weird. It's like he's clearly breaking his oath, but does he think that if he doesn't himself throw a punch, he's not? Breaking his oath, it's like if you're also, gonna. have no sense fear. of
1: like what the consequence is of the watcher breaking his there fear. exactly right yeah. there. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I'm glad you mentioned that because I forgot about that because right. I think that's something that I wanted. I wrote about that and um and I forgot about it. Like the. Wait, what, what did you? Uh, what
2: did you write about that? What website?
0: I did write that on Murphy's The whole team got together and did a little. What did we want to see in the last episode of What If? And I wanted to see if there was going to be any consequences for him interfering. And I in here. I didn't see no living tribunal. I didn't see him. no other watchers show up. Right. Hopefully, something like that would occur after this. It almost, almost like, like is it, well, I guess that I had to do make it. Sense for
1: like the most logical stinger.
0: Well, especially if you're going to tease like in the Doctor Strange episode where he goes, I I can't get involved. I can't get involved. I can't get involved. Th- this
1: episode in itself feels like not even like immediately after the previous episode, which is it's supposed to follow.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, yeah it's,
1: it's like just, it's
2: if there's yeah. no if there's nothing like outside being consequences of it then it's like if i take an oath like not to eat a pint of ben and jerry's or something like that it's like if i'm the only one who's watching me take that oath it's very easy to break it yeah, you know it, it's like it's just like
1: was this an oath or a new year's resolution exactly <laughs> it,
2: that's exactly what it is
1: it's what it feels yes. like right yes you should get involved oh. i don't know i <laughs> yeah i know that's that's not me i i always said i wouldn't do this sort of thing
2: <laughs> yeah it, there's just nothing yeah
1: it's two pints for ten dollars oh <laughs> okay
2: mm-hmm. and it's often is Go that on. is it's often the deal
1: yeah um, yeah
0: yeah oh my god i just can't i just can't like yeah that's interesting like how do they address this going forward if they decide to i don't know um I guess that's something that we'll have to wait and see for season two. Um, let's just quickly go. What was our, what was our favorite episode this season? Uh, Pretty obvious. <laughs> uh, T'Challa as yeah. Star-Lord. I think it's just yeah. like, you know, great television. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Like, shoot, it's T'Challa. Doctor Strange is up there too. That was really, that was actually really, really good. They, they did yeah. a good job with that one too. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I feel like yeah, there's not much more to say from that standpoint. So it's yeah, this is like one of
1: those situations normally we're so enraptured with the episode that we don't have a chance to really talk about things in like a full season retrospective, but we we're doing it all season basically we yeah, were basically, exactly we're so uh if you do want like i'm sure anyone who's listening has probably listened to our previous episodes but if this is where you're coming in and you want to know how we felt about the season either listen back on this episode earlier or right. just listen to the various episodes where we've talked to at length like in each episode what we felt you know was working or wasn't working i think um all right well like how about this uh what is a thing like a quality or a thing that you would want to carry on into the second season? Hmm. Like Jake what works. works?
2: I would say that the um they don't always do it but I think the make the clear the clearness of what the change is when I think the when the episode is sure. strongest that was part of it. Cuz I think it's weak if it's just like for example with the the Killmonger one like I talked about this on the episode it's like they don't actually say what they changed they did they say cuz they couldn't have made it just that what would happen if Killmonger saved Tony Stark cuz they yeah. don't really explain what happened mm-hmm. in that universe that made Killmonger there you know like i think having a central starting point i think is, that allows you to like it grounds you in a way that thing makes it easy to understand and you don't need to do as much legwork to establish the world cuz we can imagine it. it's like oh we can imagine what it would be like if the child love was Star Lord
0: right yeah. If you need to lengthen the episodes by maybe five or ten minutes, if you feel like it's necessary to I don't know, not cram like 50 different things like but they that's try more to do change. There. Like AC, like yeah. what do you
1: what do you like about the season that you would want to carry over? Well
0: that's really tough.
1: Like what is, like what is something that like when you watch, you're like, oh, they do they're doing this right, and you want to see
0: more of that? Like it's oh the speci- fights. The fights. I think the I'm with you on that. The fights are good. The yeah. The fights are legitimately good. The Captain Marvel Thor fight, okay, yep. I like that. Doctor Strange versus Doctor Strange, legitimately good. Yep. Enjoyed that too. Um, yeah, I think even, the action was
1: there. I, I the only thing I would say um that they might want to control more of is just like a proper sense of power. Yeah. Like it just either people are overpowered or underpowered and it got to a point where I'm just like wh- what is a threat anymore? Well, there should be a like a delineation of who, yeah, of who is what?
0: yeah, I think that's fair.
1: But no, I'm Anything? with you. I think that was the thing I was gonna carry over, basically. I think when it got to like when we talked about pairings, um I think especially when you think about things in the concept of like comic books, like your favorite idea of pairings are really just like, what if this person fought this person? Oh, yeah. what if this character took on this character? How would it look like? And I think, doing more of that would be great. Um, and, you know, even... Like, I think, you know, to borrow off Jake's point, just change things enough that it shows a new light on a character in a way that, like, actually makes a lot of... Or, or it like, T'Challa being our favorite episode, showing how that change affects other characters. And um, it's not like every episode wasn't doing it. It's just like figuring out the, a good way of doing it and executing it like tightly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Also, like, I know you don't have the voices for them, but I hope to see some Cap stories and some Tony Stark stories. You can do them. Like, it's okay. I'm good. You can't. <laughs> I'm no, like, you might be good. Like, no, 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 no. I, no, no. I yeah, I'm do, just like, saying different... like, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, I just like, in terms of like, like that thing, I'm good. I don't need to see any more... Um, definitely, I just don't need any more Stark. Like, what? Especially if it's not Robert Downey, too. Like, on top of it, like, what do I need from Stark? Like, I think the only Well, we're thing definitely going to get one. Say, we are great. Uh, I think the yeah. only thing that, like, um, I can see people wanting to, especially Ooh. when it comes to, like, a character like Stark and Iron Man, is while Iron Man is a character so heavily regarded as, like, one of the top characters in MCU, if not the top, poor solo movies.
0: Yes. Yeah. So,
1: so there is something to be like fixed up there. Um, but that'd be interesting. Like, I don't, I don't know that Marvel will ever go in that direction of like. I think. I, Wait, you tell hold me.
0: on. I don't know if I feel that way necessarily because I thought Iron Man Three was a good, solid movie.
1: <laughs> oh my
2: god! Cool. This, cool. this is so, new
1: AC Twenty Twenty One. I'm into it. Uh, we're gonna hold that as canon from now on. We're not even gonna mm. let him like round back on that anymore. Um. <laughs> but uh i can't say nothing anymore (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i think i think that's like the one thing that could be missing is just like it's an opportunity to kind of harken back to some kind of classic comic stuff that now you have an opportunity presented of like where the movies have made certain decisions about characters that made more sense for now, mm-hmm, can they go right. back because it's just an alternate universe anyway, yeah. presenting someone in oh, a more sure. traditional way? Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that yeah, I think all that's fair. And if we don't have any more what if thoughts, we can transition to our our final um, segment. How about in I mean we only have
1: so much done in phase 4 so far but from what we know so far who like is there anything that you would what if? Already? Um
2: I want to well, I want to do uh, a pitch that I had for a Fallout number soldier uh, where I would like uh LSU head coach Ed Orgeron to play himself as uh Sam's mentor that Sam in this universe was a star wide receiver at LSU and um he gives him advice. I don't know how much it actually changes him. I think that maybe you know he's uh not as much of a bad character because he has a strong (laughs) you know brick wall of a man who said that the day that he can't fight is the day he doesn't get out of bed in the morning so i would like to see that um Mm. mostly just because i want to hear see animators try to animate uh kojo but other than that no not really all right
0: (laughs) so i know we had we were we just recorded our patreon submissions of of the what if and Yes, I thought that I thought that the Civil War one was interesting. I do have my own what if on Civil War. What if Steve Rogers chose Tony Stark's side in the whole Bucky situation? What would happen after that? Um, so especially everyone's just like, on Tony's like, side. Like when wait, what's what's
1: that? Is everyone just like with Tony at this point? Like there's no one on the other side of the argument, or
0: well, or it's just like, well, no, not about this. Not about the accords, but about Bucky. Okay, so like, I think you just differ- get a dead Bucky in that case.
1: Yeah, like if anything,
0: it's just that. But,
2: I, but we don't have to talk through it. That's what the episodes for. Yeah, right, yeah
0: exactly. exactly. Okay, cool. yeah, that, th- that's what I would. I would just like Jake, to see you how have that your goes. Own, like, what uh, ifs? In
2: um, of- in the new ones, I mean, I think that like you could do interesting ones. I think actually with Black Widow, even though like mm-hmm. the like it like what if you know. Uh, Yelena was ne- never, like, snapped out of her or whatever, like, something like that. I don't know. But there also really just hasn't been a ton in Phase 4 that isn't already a little bit of a retread. Or, like, so... I mean, like,
1: even just, like, generally, like, what if was oh, okay. based on everything so far? Because, like, like, AC dived into, you know, Civil War and things like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, not really, but I think that's also because I kind of, when we're doing the submissions, I can't turn my brain off from thinking of them. Of course. Because I didn't
1: want to get disappointed yeah, if yeah,
2: people yeah. didn't say their own. But I'll, I could think of it if you gave me, like, 20 minutes, but... <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: I mean, I do have one. I do have right. one for phase four. Um, what if, what if Shang Chi just continued training with Wen Wu and just stayed that way? Um, uh, that's a good yeah. Question. How would that yeah, go? That'd be cool. It
1: would just be like a series of just like John Woo gangster films. That could be really See, dope. The, th- yeah. th- the
2: thing that I want to point <laughs> out, though, I think that the thing that What If needs to do is, I don't think that that in itself is. You, I think that the result of it is good, but as a pitch of a what-if episode, I don't think that that's good because that doesn't explain why he does that. Like, what is yeah, the yeah. thing that caused yep. it? Because cause I think that what the problem with some of these episodes felt like is if it's just, like, a different decision a character makes, I don't think that that's a satisfying thing. Because, right. like, yeah, that's, that's not... the like circumstance changes. Also, because it, the way the multiversal theory works is that it has to do with, like, quarks going different directions, and it's well, I, not I think, actually about well, people making decisions. then,
1: like, what your problem... Like, then, like one scenario is like, what if when Wu gets back in time to protect his wife? That's what I was exactly, exactly. yeah exactly. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. What that's what I was, exactly. just about to say. That's what yeah. was gonna
2: like. I, I, you could what I would be like. What if? Because let's say when Wu was on like a helicopter that got caught in a storm. That's why he was like, Let's just make that up. And like, yeah. what if there was no storm and he got back in time? Like, that's what I mean. I think that that's what what if can do better is if yeah. they focus yeah. it on that as opposed to just like what if this different decision was made. And it's like, well, that's not really a hypothetical, I guess, because you're just kind of changing the character already. Um. So yeah, I think that that, but I think that's a good pitch because I mean, like, been running. It shit. could be
1: dark, but just like, <laughs> what if Peter Parker dies in the Civil War airport scene? Oh, wow. Because you oh. know, well, because like the ramifications, because like so much of what comes afterward is very much like Tony battling with the idea of like he put this kid in danger. Mm-hmm. And what if, what if, if like, the bat?
0: yeah, what if he's especially just, like, after he got a, he, or especially after he was he felt responsible for another kid being killed.
2: Right. Oh, actually, I actually have another idea. What if um, the Wakanda lab had a vaccine requirement? Oh, <laughs> boy. Oh, Sorry. Boy. Okay, what's the next segment? What's the next oh, segment? Oh, boy.
0: <laughs> no, well, I mean, no, I actually don't, I don't mind that. I don't mind the joke, but it's just like... No, yes, I know. No, I'm moving yes, on because I don't want to talk about boy.
2: it. Yeah, yeah, just let's keep going. No, I, I just want to... Like a carpet bomb on... Let's move on.
1: Well, speaking about, like, just series moving forward, I heard we have a spinoff.
0: Yes, that we do. And uh, this came from Variety earlier today. Uh, one Catherine Hahn will be reprising her role as one Agatha Harkness in her own series. And also, in addition, she will be going across not only series but movies too. So, this is a big studio deal for Catherine Hahn. We will be seeing more of her all over the MCU, apparently. So, right. So that that's going to be interesting, um, Jerome. I see. I see your the wheels turning. What you thinking? It's like it's
1: kind of like when a superstar gets extended off their rookie contract. Like we all knew it was going to happen. So like, yeah. It's it's hard to be excited about something I was expecting.
2: I guess the thing is, that I was expecting her to be in other stuff, but I think yes. the thing I was worried about, I think so much of the magic of the early MCU was not following where like the comics were or what was most popular it was following sorry what's most popular in the comics but following yeah. what people liked in mm. the movies and i was afraid that they might get away with that because now that everything's so planned ahead that like they it's kind of like it happens with like if we're gonna use an nba metaphor like if you have like a young player who's like really good but isn't in like your team's plans generally like, you have a bunch of older guys yes. like you might mm. not give them enough playing time because you're you are set going into the right. season that Right. And I feel like that was the thing I was afraid of, where it's like, oh, they got this great performance, but they have so many other things planned out, they might not. But I think that that's kind of the thing that I love about the MCU and why I think it's so important. And I'll let you finish your thoughts, Drum. I apologize. No, 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 but no. that I think it's so deeply important that Kevin Feige is a movie guy first and not a comics guy. Because if you're making a movies franchise that's not based on comics and you see how much people fucking love Agatha Harkness, it is a no brainer. Yeah. But I feel like if you are. Like, I guarantee there are people, not people who listen to the show, but who are like, Agatha Harkness, she's not, like, what is what's the story about her going to be? Like, she's not that important in this and this and that. It's like, no, like, I don't care what the show is going to be, but the character popped crazily more than characters that have already gotten spinoffs. So, like, I just, yeah, just give me more until it, I get sick of it, and then give me some more after that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of just where I'm sitting at. Like, um, I, I'm really interested in the because there's a series that's coming with this, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that one is really interesting because you just don't imagine that they planned on a series to begin with. But again, like, no. offshooting, like, how popular and how great of a character and actor Catherine uh, Hahn was in it, it makes perfect sense too. So it is interesting to see where they go with it. And, like, I kind of wonder, based on, like, how MCU works and even what we just came off fresh with this what if thing of, like, how much do you really need this series to be connected in or can you know agatha harkness just like have a show and also appear in stuff but not necessarily have it to be like so directly connected like can it be like a little independent because i think that might be more fun
0: well uh, so it's interesting just like my own speculation on what maybe the series might be i think it's either a prequel in the way that sure. she you know becomes a witch and all of that other stuff or it could be right after the events of wandavision and maybe how she finds her way back um to her abilities and mm. stuff like that yeah, or
1: like i think um if i could sum it up it's just like she can be a very visible character without being an important character
0: i agree yeah i think that's fair I think that's fair. I think the other thing that, and I know Jake, you mentioned the stuff about obviously being a pop character and stuff like that. This this character has a lot of tentacles in in uh, in Marvel just generally. Yeah, like she's yep the connections to the Fantastic Four, obviously the connections to Wanda, like just stuff like that. If we're gonna see her across stuff, I would imagine that we will see her generally in in things along those lines yeah
1: which that makes sense like when she appears in those things but i i wouldn't want to use her series or whatever her solo projects are to be a way to like bring them in like i almost just like let her do her thing and then also let her exist in movies and then like be involved the ways Uh, that make sense i
2: would i would my guess would be that the show is about her becoming like a witch in like olden times or whatever Mm. and that is used as a way to go into the nitty-gritty about how magic and stuff works in the mcu because the type of stuff they're not going to go into in the movies that's what my guess would be and i think that that would be an effective way because then what that then the series serves to give you more context on her when she pops up in a fantastic four how many episodes
1: i mean that's like how i'm like not asking how many but like how many would you want
2: uh six to eight probably yeah i'm in there
1: i'm in that range i'm like closer to just like six would be great a tight six yeah
0: yeah, that will work and i think jerome you mentioned a good point because this discussion was had last week with with the echo show um and the you know the heavy rumors that the daredevil cast is going to be in it and is it actually going to be echo show and stuff like that and the way that, that that was presented and i think there's there is something to be said if you have good characters that you believe in enough to give them a series just let them have their story to be told yeah, right so i think there's something to be said for mm-hmm. for what you said there and it and it's important because if you want to make her the character that matters yeah give her the opportunity solo wise to tell a nice complete story and then we can really you know have something to sink our teeth into so mm-hmm. I, i'm generally excited this i mean i'm just really
2: excited the fact and i'm not saying this facetiously like it is really, 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 really fucking great that everything people complain about the MCU, and I think a lot of it, plenty of it's warranted, but the fact that the MCU was giving, like, you know, a mostly character actress in her late 40s, like, an A-list run is, like, unbelievable. I'm really so happy yeah, for her. It's cool, and totally. it's just, like, that's kind of the thing that these big-budget things can do, is they can... Like, I, obviously, the, the Agatha role in WandaVision was always going to be a fun role, but, like, it really is it be beca- I think because it's such such a big property people aren't talking about it like one of those star making roles that when like people saw you know Matthew McConaughey in the movie Mud they're like oh my god he's a great actor and he's like that's an artsy movie so people mm-hmm. say stuff like that but it's like the kind of the same thing's happening for Catherine Hahn and I think that just giving her just I think more than anything the them locking pretty the much
1: watching your indie band like hit big,
2: yeah. Because I mean, I've thought I have said before, I think that her performance in Step Brothers is in my probably per screen time, probably the one of the top five funniest performances in a movie ever, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> she's on screen maybe for eight minutes in the whole movie, but it's fantastic. And like, but I think that just like kind of beat there. I, get, I get to the way that models probably think about it is like, we just want to be in the Catherine Hahn business, she's gonna be in a ton of yeah. shit, yeah. And did we have let's just kind of double down on this and. I don't know. I, it seems like... I I'm, mean, like, if you, if just you like watch like, how, like, Catherine yeah, Hunt exactly. has,
1: like, really found something through a Marvel project and now is like, turned into something big from where she's came come from, how does Judy Greer feel, feel about all this? Mm. Oh, my God.
2: Mm. The fact that it, it's just... They need to fucking make... They need to give her power somehow in the next inquiry. In <laughs> because in terms... Because if Marvels If Kevin Feige... If he wants to do Right by the Worlds, he already did one. He turned one classic best friend in romantic comedies into uh, A-lister.
1: Start to round back to our Patreon thing that we recorded separately, but like, Bobby Cannavale is the Italian Black Panther, right? The, oh, Whoa.
2: shit. That is true. That actually is true. AC, I, I know you're mad, but that actually is true. But anyway, that... Um, but yeah, <gasps> Judy Greer, they need to mm-hmm. do, do justice for Judy Greer. Make it so that after Quantumania, people are begging for a uh, Maggie Lang spinoff. Anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it'll it'll definitely be exciting to see katherine Hahn um in this series and wherever she shows up in the mcu should be fun mm-hmm. going forward and it'll also be fun to do our mailbag which is next week that's the mm. next episode of this show where we will take your questions just uh, hit us with the hashtag mcuniversitypod uh, tweet us your questions yeah. and also if you're in the discord Obviously, you can ask your questions there. We'll take. If them. you're going to
2: ask on Twitter, preferably also at MC University Pod. It doesn't really that's matter, true. but it's a lot. It makes it a lot easier for us to organize. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we don't yeah, really want to uh...
1: read AC's mentions.
2: Yeah, honestly, that's <laughs> the thing. Because I'm usually the one who accumulates the questions, and <laughs> exactly. I. Exactly. And of course, you know, no one's tweeting just at me a question with MCUniversityPod. MC
1: no, pod no, no, like no. I don't pod. think anyone can find me on Twitter at this point. No, exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah.
0: At MC University Pod for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. And uh, and uh and yeah that, honestly
1: well, even if you just have random takes like I'm sure we'll just yeah not just for
2: yeah not just for what if anything going forward things coming up Um, yeah. you know the mailbag you know how we are I mean not that I, this I think if
1: anything is like safe to say about us is like of course we love answering questions and things like that but I don't think we've ever prided ourselves as people to ask questions to wait so. do you
2: mean that wait are you just trying to say that this isn't a very tightly run chip I think that that's honestly offensive that you didn't suggest that
1: <laughs> I mean half the time I'm not sure if it's the poor connection or our, no.
0: <laughs> no
1: this is beautiful it's my favorite thing guys come on mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely man and yeah. so yeah get your questions in and uh we will we will talk about them next week uh jerome chang where can we follow you my friend
1: uh you can follow me on instagram at black dragon roll and on twitter at Jumby line
0: wonderful jay christie where can we follow you sir you can
1: follow me at the jay christie listen to my
2: other podcast no funka Streetly monk with andre barrer we talked about the usd original series monk we got nine episodes left we're gonna be having the creator on again for the finale uh which is exciting so we can talk about it hopefully we'll go like two hours and you know yeah he wants to know what our favorite and least favorite episodes are which is gonna be really fun to tell a guy who worked on a show for eight years what my least favorite episode of it is and why because <laughs> i have a strong take about it and i hope that he's receptive
0: <laughs> awesome Awesome. Yeah. Go check out that pod. Of course you can follow me on Twitter at Anthony Canton underscore three, follow the show on Twitter at MC university pod. We do have a Patreon patreon patreon.com slash MC university pod, where you can get the bonus content that we do. Um, I, I'm going to be doing two doom patrol episodes next week. Uh, so, like, stay tuned for that. That will be on the Patreon. We still have one more Spider-Man to cover, The Amazing Spider-Man Two, and as we get ready to, uh you know, get prepared for Far uh, Far From Home, or Oh No Way Home, I should say. No far From Home was that's the, last the one, that maybe. is the
2: problem with him putting home in
0: all the titles. Yeah, uh. it's killing me. Um, yeah, have New York is shit. the one uh, the only one that we can delineate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, expect that Amazing Spider-Man Two before the end of the month. And you know, thank you for the support. Uh, and uh, we will have that. We will have that uh, Twitter poll on the on the episode that we did as far as the what if pitches. So yeah, that's going up by Monday, right? Mm-hmm. And just like uh, just like I always say, even if you don't become a Patreon, rate, yeah. review, subscribe, all those things help. All those things yeah, matter. Sh-
2: yeah, share with your friends. Uh, you know, because. Uh, you know, the more, if you share with a friend and they share with a friend and they share with a friend, we spread like a disease. You know how epidemiology
0: works by now. Well, pretty much. And I feel like that's a great way to end it. So far. Jake Christie and Jerome Chang, I'm Anthony the third. This has been Marvel Cinematic University and we'll talk to you next time.